This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. In collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, israelnationalnews.com. A few months ago, on episode 237, we had Danielle Volfson on the podcast. Danielle told us her incredible story about how she almost became handicapped, but eventually recovered and became a mountain climber. Danielle was going to pursue her biggest dream and become the first Israeli woman, first woman? No, first Israeli woman. Israeli woman. First Israeli woman ever to climb Mount Everest. Well few weeks ago it happened danielle did it and made history she climbed to the top of mount everest today we're super proud and super thrilled to have danielle again on the show to talk about her incredible her extremely dangerous journey to the top of mount everest thank you so much for joining us how are you thank you for inviting me i'm good i'm good it's like you are already become my family like to come again here yeah <laughs> i feel more comfortable but yes and it uh, happened. so i have to say i mean you i'm really surprised that you didn't get there that you then, didn't die yeah, well also that you didn't <laughs> yes. die but that you didn't get there and well, i'm actually surprised that you didn't come immediately back because like I would have gotten there, saw the mountain, and been like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do this." <laughs> but before before you answer, we have a sponsor. Yes, before before we jump straight in, straight in, we're gonna uh, tell you guys a little bit about the amazing uh, organization called Masa Israel Journey. If you're listening, you probably have some interest in Israel. Masa Israel Journey is the place. Uh, is the marketplace for long-term opportunities in Israel. You can explore your career path. You can live out your passions, and you can do it all in Israel while making a positive impact on the world. During the pandemic, Masa Israel Journey also created options to study and work remotely while in Israel. So you don't need to pause your life. You don't need to know Hebrew to join, but you do get funding. So go to MasaIsrael.org slash Two Nice Jewish Boys. That's MasaIsrael.org slash T-W-O Nice Jewish Boys, and you can learn more. You can apply uh, and you can start your path to an amazing career opportunity in Israel. So, so how how did you not just give up? <laughs> but I have a question before you are asking me questions. Did you believe that I will succeed when I was here? I had like no it doubt. Was, yeah, I also believed. Because when I came back, I understood that many people, even inside themselves and my friends, told between friends that... I will climb and will summit it only 20%, like t- between 20 and 30%. But really? But I will start from the end for all the days, 54 days, the expedition. It was even not one minute that I wanted to give up. Even not one minute, and we'll speak about it. I have a lot of bad, bad moments and a lot of crises during the expedition, but I, have did, I didn't have even the option that I can give up. And do you remember in the last time, in our last podcast, I told that I have Russian, uh, Russian discipline and I understood that it helped me very much because, you know, in Russia and the discipline, you can never give up. And if you give up, you are not okay, you are not good, like you are zero. 
and all during the expedition when a lot of people give, gave up and it's only succeed five people from our expedition. We are 12 people and only five people succeeded to summit uh, the Mount Everest. So I didn't even think that I have option to give up. Wow. I think it was after you told us, you told us the story about how, you, I think it was in Argentina or in Central America. Yes. That you, there was Aconcago, like, a mountain, Aconcago. Yeah, yes. they, they, were, they were like, no, you're going to die. And you're like, no, I'm going. <laughs> and the guy had to stop you, like, right, yes. from continuing. Yes, even though rope. you had See, the, he took me down. You had like rope. a 100% chance of death. And you were like, I think I can make it. <laughs> so I think at that point I was like, yeah, she's probably going to, she's probably going to make it. But there's a thing, we talked about it after we finished recording last time and we got to fill our audience in about it because I feel it's important that that's the date the date you explained to us that in a year right yes you you, you tell it like the, the importance of the certain date where you speak about the accidents that I have no, no what date? about the date when you can go to actually reach the, the top Su- okay I ah, you want to sp- that I will speak the sunny day yeah, the limitation of the time that you can't always climb. You can't. Yeah, just pick. why final the end of May and not the end of April and not or the of end course. of course. Yeah. Oh, it was, but it before before that. Yes, all this season, it was very very hard season, because of the COVID, of course, and all because of the weather. There was no window for good weather. Statistically, at at Everest in Nepal. Statistically, and it's already many, many years, the window is opening between 19 till 25. Of May. May. Yes. Six days. Six days. It maybe can four days. Nobody goes in another time. Nobody going another time. And it's only one window in whole year. And what happened, it was a good one window. It was 11, 11 May, good window. But this day, we all expedition wasn't acclimatized and ready for that because we came only on 10 April and didn't have enough time. So we couldn't choose this day. And that's all, it finished. And it became a Indian cyclone for, and started bad weather. So all days it was storm, snowing and winds. And when we decided the last leg, and we'll speak about acclimatization before, I will explain how it happened, everything. But last day when we decided on 14 May, to go out from base camp, we decided it was only five people that stayed. All other people already uh, go home or go to Kathmandu to hospital or go home already. We decided to go and we decided to try, to try to summit Mount Everest. And we and we become to camp two, camp two is uh, 6,500 meters. I think it will be in 20, 21 feet. So 21,000 feet, and it became storm that we didn't know, and we stuck there six days. So, but you understand, on this altitude to stuck 6,500 meters to stuck six days, it's not good. It's very, very bad. It's not good at all because you well, become weaker and your muscle is detrogging, deteriorating. Why? Because there's not enough oxygen. No oxygen, of course. And you cannot stay even there. You can stay there one day, maximum two days. And we stuck six days and we didn't know what to do. The option, it was or going down and finito, la comedia, and we are going down. Or we are going up, but the weather is bad and the wind is 80 kilometers an hour. So what to do? 
And go, down. Go, <laughs> go down. Go down. Any any sane person <laughs> would say go not. down. Of course not. It was not even. But not a Russian person. <laughs> not a Russian attitude. Crazy. Not, and I was with the Russian expedition. It was even not one minute of thinking going down. Yes, it was a big pressure, and we decided very you, very. Basically, you're like, we we were considering whether to go down and live stay and die or continue and die absolutely. what should we do absolutely I'm like, go down absolutely not. Like, no stay. not going down stay and risk death and every day we are doing nothing like you understand what is it camp i will explain just a minute we'll camp two when we start to camp two and now after i will come go down to speak what happened before but camp two it's tents tents small tents and there is a one bigger tent that we are eating in these bigger tents, also preparing cooking. Eating, catching COVID. Okay, yes, catching COVID, everything all together. Freezing to death. <laughs> and that's all. It's all camp. Like, and there is a, some place for toilet, like a snow barricade. Like there's no the uh, concert hall, no cinema. There's nothing. And it's like... It's not like a, summer camp. There's, in um, and also it's on like 40... 50 degree like it's not on the flat balcony it's like absolutely and if you want to go from one tent to another tent you need to go like safety with rope because there is a ropes between tents so this is the situation so we are sitting there there's nothing to do like no like hotel or no hotel no shower no i'm not speaking about shower so 14 may we go our 14 may it's like from 13 to 40 may four o'clock 4 a.m morning we started and you know when i came back to base camp base camp I came back in base camp 28 May. So it was 14 days, the last leg. I'm speaking about last leg from base camp to summit and going down. And now we can speak. Usually how long is that trip? Maximum, maximum five days. And it happened 14 days on the head. And I will explain you what happened to me. You're coming to, okay, so let's uh, go back. You're coming. You packed. She shared the... on her Instagram, like the packing video. Wow, it all, was a lot of stuff. Yeah, loads of uh, stuff. stuff. I wanted to take everything. I couldn't, I didn't know what, how to get rid of other things. But, you know, there's a limited way. Yeah. I took a lot of things, but half of the days I left in Kathmandu. Right. You, you understand? No, yeah. but they told me, I came with the three big bags, chimidans, and they told me in Kathmandu. You're like, like, crazy. So, only one. Only one, and think good, well, what you are thinking. With you to the mountain, only one. It's like Sophie's wow. choice. So you, you packed a whole bag, <laughs> you flew there, and what, what date did you land? You landed on the 11th or you landed on the 10th? 10th April, I came 10th to 10th of April, because you, were, you, you guys were expecting that the window would open on the 11th, 12th, like no, sometime between. No, we were between. expecting 20. We wanted that it will be on end of the May. End of, End May. of May. Yes. But you landed on the 10th? 10 April. And they 10 said ap- yes. And they said 10th of April. 10 in April. Yes. It ah. two months expedition. Yes. You landed on the 10th of April, but the yes. window is supposed to open at the end of, of May. Of course, you need ma- once you need one month and a half, like 45 days for acclimatization. Uh, like not just in Camp Mandu, no, but no, to no, climb no, a bit. No, 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 you're climbing. Cl- I will explain how it's working. So we need average statistically 40 45 days for acclimatization. Only after you can start climbing to from the summit. From the first base camp. From the first base camp. So base camp is 5,350 meters. It's like 17,000 feet. So 
it takes Where do you time. do the, do you do the acclimatization acclimat, acclimatization at the bottom or at the first base camp? No, at, on the base camp. Not so you camp, climb up five thousand something there, and first then there all, you're there time. forty first days. First of all, we are coming to Kathmandu. We have one day vacation, one day free day, free like free day. <laughs> we did of course all the tests. It only in order to get permit climbing on the Everest this year. We should get the negative test for COVID. Of course, everybody, all expedition, everybody did test. We are all negative and we started, we go by helicopter. You don't want to infect all the people yes. that are on Yes, so Mount we started Everest. clean. Yes, everybody started <laughs> clean and negative. I was vaccinated. Vaccinated. Vaccinated, so it yeah. was very good thing. I will explain it. <laughs> I was so very happy that it was vaccinated. So we one day free, we go to Kathmandu, bought some things, bought some, you know, batteries or some bottles, everything that was missing. And the next day on 12th, we go by helicopter to Lukla. We fly to Lukla. It's the last place that you can fly, like a small airport, very, very dangerous. Like a, there is a only land place that you can, 100 meters. So it's the most dangerous airport in the world. Lukla, so we took a helicopter. It's a good start for the trip. Yes, it's very good. No, but I was already fourth time in Nepal, so I mm. knew this. I knew everything. I it was nothing was surprised. And we go to Lukla by helicopter. Uh, Lukla is 2,880 meters, so it starts from some altitude. And we started trekking, trekking to base camp. In order to get to base camp, we need 10 days to reach the base camp. Base camp is 5,350 meters, 70,000 feet. So to reach the base camp. And the base camp is becoming our home for the next one month and half, like 40 days, 45 days. It's becoming our home. So this is the start. So track to base camp, it's okay. It's not, I did already three times. It wasn't so hard. You can Ev do that almost any time of the year or no, only no, in the it's spring? It's only twice in a year. So you can do it April, May and the September, October. Oh, because okay. other days it's a bad weather, monsoons, raining snowing windy so it's only two times in the year there's a season they can do it so but we started you walking. have much more of a window than for uh, actually climbing the summit yes so you got to base camp at what date we got the base camp on 21 21 21st of april yes and you were planning on being there until mid to late may Yes, we wanted to be last week of the may to Mass start yes last, last week, of of the week of the may but then little did you know 11th of May arrives. We didn't know. It suddenly, when we started the climatization, nobody knew that it's going to be, you know, you don't, there's no forecast, exactly forecast. Exact forecast you can get only three days before exact. Like you can see what can happen in 10 days, but you know, nothing is precise and nothing for sure. The weather is changing in the mountain like every minute. So it started bad weather when we're going climbing to, uh, trekking to base camp. It already was bad weather. It was snowing and it was raining. It started raining after snowing and windy. But it doesn't matter when you are going and trekking. So you have all equipment. It's okay. And you are also sleeping in guest house. Is there special equipment for raining? Yes, there is a yes. There's a Gore-Tex uh, coat and Gore-Tex uh, trousers. Yes, exactly. And sh your shoes. And your shoes, shoes are good for rain. Yes, yes. It's not summited shoes. It's other equipment, but it's good equipment for raining. And you are wet. You are not getting wet. You are very but you're dry. not slipping on rocks and it's whatever. a little bit dangerous yes a little bit but all the trekking to base camp is without ropes it's only going high altitude you are getting altitude like every day you're getting between 500 800 meters altitude in order to acclimatization you wow. start already acclimatization, but you are sleeping in guest house guest wow. house not in the it's tent still vip it's still vip exactly, yeah. exactly. and you're also eating 
good. You have like, Wi-Fi? Sometimes Wi-Fi, <laughs> yes. Sometimes Wi-Fi, in it's base good. In, on the way also to base camp, there's some Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi at base three or whatever. Of course not. There is no Wi-Fi. But in base camp, we had in base camp Wi-Fi. There is a special uh, plate that prepared for us that the leader of the expedition bought for the expedition. It was It was Wi-Fi in base camp. So was it I password said, protected? Yes, it was protected. There's a, you have to have a password to get into yes, the base? Seven, really? It's seven, Everest seven. one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> seven, sorry. It was a password. Yes, and everybody got some card with passport it was limitation for 10 g giga 10 really? giga it's a lot mm. but it's not like watching everyday movies not for a it's month like, though for 10 yes. g isn't that 10 much g, for a it's month. like for, for it was like four months and a half but i was succeeded to work to send emails whatsapp and working you know i brought my laptop and i'm working so what was the first time like you dealt with a big problem wow it was good mood it started very good mood i was in a very positive mood because already I knew all the districts to base camp and from base camp. We came to base camp. It was very big, big celebration for us. They prepared some cake for us and also prepared the old Sherpa. We spoke about Sherpa. Sherpa is a porter, Nepali porter that uh, mm-hmm. taking all there the is. things like a uh, building tents yeah. and the uh, foods. It's important because we started expedition with 37 Sherpa. Sherpa, it's a people. It's a it, it's like Nepalese Nepalese people like like a Shevet like it's Shevet tribe tribe, tribe yes yeah. tribe 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 Nepalese tribe that living on the mountain right. so they have like DNA gene for altitude from the childhood they're like the position they're taking and carrying all uh, stuff for 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 people that climbing so we started with 37 Sherpas and I will continue after we'll explain and they welcome us and also the tents that everybody get tent he's going and it's very good vip tent like very very high temps that you can stand with my head i could stand like when the person very high cannot but with my i can stand it's better than most television it's important and it's more i will tell you it's important because you are sleeping like with a mattress but on the ice so this year they brought some beds not it's not like bed but like 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 a, a, a like a small bed like a little bit higher than and higher than like the ground, than ground. So there were, there's yeah. so insulation yes in such, and I, we didn't sleep on the ice because base camp is on the ice oh, no. so it's much better and of course I put immediately everything you say until sa- now is like is like, like for me is like I give up I give like up. the <laughs> ice the oh. 5,000 yeah. meters no, until this he would have done it but now that's uh, <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> but I'm telling you these things small things it's so so important yeah. so you can even believe. when you said 10 gigabytes I was like nah, gigabyte. that's not like enough it's important everything like you know what is 10 gigabyte I was like saving my every it's giga nothing. like not using I giga not sending photos in like uh, one bathroom yes. re- uh, break yeah, but in the mountain <laughs> in the mountain everything is important and I already immediately as soon as I came to the base camp I put the Israeli flag on my tent that everybody will know that there is in this tent there's Israeli person living so everybody knew and I will explain what is base camp base camp it's like on the ice it's like near the ice fall Icefall, Kumbo Icefall, and all around us there's the mountains and also icefalls, and there's the five kilometers of base camp and a lot of a lot of expedition. Like this year it was twenty six expedition, and every expedition like like a small town. Like we had personal tent that we slept. We have tent for eating. We have tent for communication tent. 
we have tent for resting like it were there was a tent there was a we could rest and you could read the books and we can work and it was tent even for shower but actually i will tell you what is the shower it's not a shower it's like a bucket shower <laughs> um, but i will tell you in for 54 days we could i showered only once only once because you cannot shower if there is a bad weather and there is no sun so you can show you can get ill I was gonna ask you if you can fall in love in the in the mountain but I, I, g- I, I will tell but, you there's nobody nobody yeah. falling in love like I will tell you everybody who coming to climb Everest is every person is going to be egoist egoist like yeah, yeah. everybody taking care of himself or herself and there are not people not very nice because you need to keep your energy and if but you want you and it's really and there are people not nice but like even in the holocaust people had sex and uh, mm. yeah. fell in love people ask me in base camp but you understand if you are making love you become wet and you are sweating so you cannot you can become ill and people and you can be also connected to another pe- person so it means when other person feels bad you need to help mm. but how you can help if you come to if you need to be concentrate on your climbing so yeah here everybody is you understand like, comes the with situation a goal. yes so everybody was very concentrated just a bunch of crazy people who are yes. like i'm gonna climb this mountain yes. and i Fuck was everybody and <laughs> i was with a good mood and i knew i met these people in before in a previous expedition i already That's amazing. Most, and like it was strange situation like we were friends very good friends in previous expedition and partying and doing itself. things together not sex but doing things together and, and now everybody become by himself like mm. understand and it's two months to live together like yeah. like a strange situation. why did you take only one shower though in the base camp uh, you you cannot because it, it was only one day that it was sunny and no windy because if it's not sunny and windy you can become ill and if you become ill it's like goodbye expedition mm. going down so you cannot recover on this altitude like you can't be sick you cannot for be sick half a day even you can even come for one minute but i will tell you what happened to me unless you're like, daniel wolfson unless yes and i was ill i was get ill on camp two and 6500 when we decided the last leg i told you on 14 may we d- may we decided to go they came to her they were like we have and to go down go and she's like no no <laughs> I, I will explain the mountain everest like one more thing that i want to explain mountain everest it's like 80% emotionally in psychology than physically. It's of course physically you come in the good shape, you're fit. And why is it? Because you need to do like from base camp, camp one, you're going from base camp to camp one, camp sleeping on camp one, going down. Base camp, camp one, camp two, sleeping on camp two, going down. Base camp, camp one, sleeping camp one, sleeping camp two, sleeping camp three, and going down like every time you are going forward but every time you need to go back it for acclimatization and we did it like eight times so like, really believe you climbed me, Everest like 10 times eight, yes almost like you are becoming coming till 7500 it like until you need oxygen and, and going it's down always the same route yes it's the same route and going down and it happened eight times like people after second acclimatization decided like why why we need to do again but understand we are going up 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 but all the time we need to go back 
to the base camp. Like we are going up, 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 and all this time. And so emotionally and psychology, you need to be very strong here in the head. And people who wasn't so strong, they gave up. How many people did you start the, the expedition? We started 12 people in Not, our expedition. Right. And, and we summited only five people. So people become ill, math? people become weak, people decided, I saw people that even was weak, but wasn't ill, they decided to give up. Like, like they decided to give up. And I didn't understand in my mind how it can be. How it can be they're, they're giving up. And like you're doing eight times, but... And those are people with experience. Yes, absolutely. It did a lot of amount. But eight times to do every time the same things and every time you're going out from base camp for five days and you're going to for acclimatization and coming back to base camp. So I will tell you from base camp to camp one, there is an icefall. Maybe you hear, heard about it. It's like a Kumbo icefall, the famous icefall, the most dangerous icefall in the world. This icefall, like from base camp to camp one, it's huh, like 2,000 feet, 2,000 feet vertically, vertical 2,000 feet. And this icefall is very life. Like wait, very wait, all wait, the time wait, he's wait, living. It's like a wall? Yes, yes. It's a waterfall, but y of ice. Uh, yes. And it's not only wall, it's like with a lot of crevasses, you know, crevasses. So there's a lot of ladders and road. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. It's a wall of 2,000 meters? Yes, but it's not like only 90 degrees. Like it's, it can be 50 meters of wall and going down crevasse. 50 meters of wall, like a rolling hill of walls. So that's why... If you saw, and you can see, there's the ladders between crevasses if you want to go from one place to other place to go, like to jump, but you cannot jump. Whereas yeah, that's the, yes. the movie you posted, yes. right? So it's basically a crack in, it, yes. in the ice. If you fall inside the crack, you're falling like, it's like for, a deep, like, to the core of the earth, basically, and 20, you're doomed. And you have meters. this ladder yes. uh, from one side of the, of the crack to the other side, and yes. you need to trespass it, basically. Like it can, everything can happen, and you need yeah. to do it you, like eight you. times. I did it like eight times. So uh, you cannot do anything if you are not passing this Kumbo Island. Like from base camp to camp one, you need to do it. Otherwise, you cannot forward to in other camps. Like there is nothing to do, and people after one time, second time, like decided. They the, gave up. Because, like they what, didn't because tell. It's terrifying. Because yes, it's, scary? it's very fear. Yes. So people asking me a lot. Did you? Did you have any fear? Of course, I fear. Of course, I have a lot of fear. Did anybody but ever fall? There is one Sherpa died in the, on this icefall during our expedition. But what? Yes. Yes. On uh, your expedition, someone in, died. Yes, in our expedition. I will tell you more. Yes, in our expedition, died. What? Just one guy. Yes. I'm surprised it's only one, one Sherpa, guy. One Sherpa. One Sherpa. He died when he go on camp one. He go in the night to the toilet. And like his Sherpa, he's Nepal Sherpa, he's like very professional. And he didn't put his carabiner on the safety rope. But he thought, why he's going? And it was a lot of snow fall down fall in this night. So he didn't see there's crevasse. So he <sighs> put his leg, but it was snowing, but it was crevasse. So he fell down. In the oh, night. No. Only in the morning found him in this crevasse inside. It was 12 meters deep. But you cannot take him out. From of course there. not. He died. Like we he stayed yeah, no, there. They, they took da down. They yeah. Yeah. Somebody go down and took because it was on the altitude six thousand one one hundred meters. Mm. But 
I will tell you, after 8,000 came four, there's a body that stay on the mountain. And you can yeah. speak about it yeah. if you want. The green boot. About, yes. The green boot, of course, I saw him. Like, I saw him. Not only I was saw him, like I going up on on him. And yeah, if you, you tell, to, I will you tell step you, over him. step over him, like on the camp four, 8,000, like it's called death zone. Death zone, it's, you cannot be without oxygen mask. If you're taking away oxygen mask, it's like only two minutes that you can breathe. It's like on Mars or something. Yes. Well, now like I understand why I like to drink. I like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I like to drink. Life's like short. I'm like, life short and I'm living yeah. life, but I like, I like to drink. No. Wow. But. I That's can tell. Crazy! <laughs> but That's we didn't. Insane. No, we didn't finish. We didn't finish. Poor Sherpa. You know, I can. Poor guy. I can come back to Israel, and like I see the sun and the sea and the good weather, and you know, you appreciate the small things like a hot water, the good toilet, like good things like a smile of the person. You are appreciated because it's not granted that it happens. Yeah. You know, I gotta we know. don't I appreciate to, anything. I went to Zichon like, Yaakov over <laughs> the over the weekend yes. and I was I was pissed that the the restaurant didn't have like a space for us because we didn't make a reservation. You understand it? That's very uh, You understand that's, it? That's <laughs> like, the problems I I'm deal with you. I'm with you, you there. See, it's upsetting. Yeah. You see it and after you come after Everest or every mountain, like a small things I'm going on the you know. Smelling, smelling this uh, smell of the sea or we or, or hot water, weather, I enjoying this. So, so back to my original yes, question yes. from two hours ago. <laughs> what was your first like big challenge? Big challenge. It was when I or big this, problem. Yes, it was a big problem. So I, as I told you all the time, I was very. You're going up and down, very, up and down, up and very, down. Very, very positive, and even people, Russian people, even didn't understand me. That all the time I'm smiling and interesting, and other people asking questions, telling, you know, very positive. And when we decided on 14 May to go the last leg to try summit at Everest on the camp two, 6,500 meters, the camp two, I become ill, very, very ill. I have throat infection and I started to cough very strong and I didn't eat anything. I didn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I thought I, w I had hallucination, like was very bad, bad dreams. What and did you? I, I, one night and I told you that in 6,000 and camp two, 6,500, we stuck six days and I didn't eat anything. And one night I fall asleep, but I think that it was a dream, but it was unrealistic. I saw that there are the people coming with a black mask to steal our oxygen. So every two hours I put in my, uh, in real life, I put in my watch every two hours uh, uh, time that I will wake up and going outside and was counting the oxygen, but nobody came. But it was in the dream, but I saw that it's real. Like, it's like illusionations that you are, it's things happens, like things happens in the altitude. And every time, every two hours, I was out, go out from the tent and somebody understood that there, there's a very dark, you know, there's no light and I have a hand light on my head, putting on my head. And so, so somebody after maybe it, three o'clock a.m. morning, go out and ask me, what are you doing? And I told that somebody came to, steal us oxygen and I'm counting that nobody will steal. But it was in the dream and I thought it's unrealistic. But <laughs> it was very, wow. it was very, 
So did this person not tell you like you're hallucinating? He told me. Sleep, he told you, me. What happened to him? you? I told me what you don't see. You don't understand that somebody will come and take our oxygen. And it was oxygen that was prepared for the higher cam- camps, like for camp four and for the summit. And did I he told manage him. To calm you and down? it was 50, 57 bottles of oxygen. And I was counting every two hours. And they understood. So I was, I told you, I didn't eat anything. I didn't sleep. I couldn't even drink water because I have throat pains in my throat. Like I didn't know what to do. So, and other people from the expedition, I told you it was five people. They wanted to tell me in a very, very gentle way that we need to go down. But of course, you understand that I was even not thinking about going down. It was even not one minute of thought that I can go down. And after six days, when the leader of the expedition decided that we are going, trying to go to the Camp 3. Camp 3 is 7,300. It's like, I think, 21,000 feet. He decided to go there. And you understand that I already did this road eight times before, like eight times for the climatization. And he told me the next day we need to do it. I didn't understand how I can do it, like how I can go there and to do it. And I remember it was like a wall of... 800 meters, wall of 90 degrees that you need to do. Like, it's there's a not big, a, a, there's no many kilometers to go from camp two to camp three, but there's only a wall, very, very difficult wall that you need to go with the rope. 800 and, meter yes. wall at 90 degrees? Yes. And you and we need climb, to to how do you? How I do didn't you? know how to do it, but he told that. She did it eight times before. Yes, I did before how the climb? It's a Game of Thrones shit, man. Yes. Yeah, what, I, and don't, the, no, and I don't understand. With like ice picks? Ice, ice, yeah, ice picks and but also there's Jumar. There's a safety there rope. There's a Jumar and safety rope. Yes, there's Jumars that can help. But still, and you need to actually climb this I didn't shit. know, but my body was so weak. Very weak. Like, I didn't eat I, uh, so many days. I didn't sleep. Very weak. Everything that take, took me, it boots to put my boots. It's like taking one hour to going to toilet. Toilet. It's like two meters from the tent. It takes like one hour and a half. Or to go to the tent when people sitting and eating. But I didn't eat. But to sit, you know, to be with some people, to see other people. Because all the day you are spending in the tent. Like in the tent, in the down suit. Like down. It's very cold. Ah, I didn't tell you that it's very cold. Like it's <laughs> like minus 30, minus 20 degrees. And the windy, very windy. It can... These days that we were sitting there, it was like 70, 80 degrees, uh, kilometers in the hour. Very, very windy. Like you are feeling that your tent is going to be in the air. So so going wow. to toilet, it like took like one hour and a half. And going to the tent for eating, it can took like two hours. But I have my time. I don't, I don't hurry to any place. And it was very bad moment. So I have some... How did you do it then? I have some video that I recorded myself and I told how I can continue like you know I didn't understand how I can continue and I even understood I'm not I didn't think about going down but I take to the leader of the expedition I told him this is my password to my phone so if something I understood that something can happen to me that's my Netflix password my my Netflix password my password to the phone and I told that he will after, if it will happen something to me, he will go inside and find the number of my son and will call him and tell him how I was happy and I did something that I wanted to do because I understood that something can happen, but I was not going to give up. I didn't want to go down. Like in this situation, my situation, 
I must go down. And in I, retrospect, do you think going down was maybe the right thing to do? And maybe it was it wasn't prof- like look at if you look at it professionally from a professional point of view, not personal. Professional for sure. I must it go was down. unprofessional of you it to was, go on. Yes, absolutely. It was very I was in very dangerous situation and it can be influenced after and I will explain you what happened after I submitted and then going down because you know there's a price for everything like yeah. there's nothing without price and uh, but I didn't want to give up like I even didn't tell to my expedition all things that I felt but it was very very bad I like was in very very bad condition and what happened with COVID? COVID, uh, as I told, all, a, a lot of expedition closed because of uh, COVID. It was 26 expedition, 10 expedition closed in the middle of the, you know, acclimatization, they simply closed. And I told you that we started with 37 Sherpas. So when we decided to go summit, it was only 14, 14, 14, 14 Sherpas. And when we decided to summit, it was only seven. So everybody got sick with COVID and going wow. go down. So there's no Sherpa. So I want to talk about what the price was when yes. you were coming down. But first, tell us about like summiting. How was it to, to reach, to climb to the summit, to reach the summit? And what is it like on the top of Mount Everest? So camp four, 8,000 meters, it's like 27,000 feet. We arrived there at eight o'clock after, after eight o'clock evening. And when we arrived there to the camp, after 10 hours from camp three to camp four, they told us, the leader of the expedition told us that at 11 o'clock, we are ready to go to the summit. So it's opened one window, not so good window with 55 kilometers wind, but it's the best what can we do and we can try. So we decided at 11 p.m. to go. So, so think about it. We came at eight o'clock after climbing 10 hours and we need to go like after two hours, three hours to go up. I was sitting in my tent already dressed because there's no, no, no. It's, I already dressed already. I was dressed for 14 days. I didn't change my clothes. <laughs> Everything's the same things. And I understood that every step that I will do it will bring me to the summit. So I was ready not at 11 o'clock, I was ready at 10.37. And I was going go out from the tent, it was minus 40. You still felt ill? I was very ill, very bad, very weak, very ill. And it was mighty minus 40. I, I already, we are already in this camp with the oxygen. Like it's- Can you take pills? No, it feels not working on this altitude. There's nothing like, it's the body so weak, so it cannot accept. Like nothing can help. The only thing is going down. And 10.37, I was ready and I asked, do I need to wait for all other people, five people that we are all together? Go out. And he told me, no, you can start. And I told I already with oxygen. With oxygen, from 8,000, we started with oxygen. It's a death zone. It's a death zone we need to put oxygen. Oxygen mask with oxygen balloon. So I go with a Sherpa. That holding my two 
balance of oxygen and we started to go in this day people he told with me oxygen yes he was also with oxygen he can do it without oxygen but he was with oxygen and the people told me after that that like i was uh, like was my eyes was like a glasses eyes like i didn't see anybody i didn't want to hear anybody at like was uh, going to the soldier and every step i understood that will bring me to the summit like I told to myself to take out everything, pains, weaknesses. I cannot even understand how I did it, but I did. And I understood that every step that I'm doing, it's bringing me to the summit. And after 10 hours at nine o'clock, 23 of May, 20th, yes, I was on the summit after uh, you see bodies on the way. I told you there's a lot of bodies. And the, the last body, dead body, 50 meters before the summit. What is the body? Body is it's a dress body, like a body that's like resting there with the down suits, with the boots, gloves, hats, with a day pack on the on his and with the oxygen. He's lying there like, like resting. And you are going stepping up on this body, and I reach to the summit. It's like paradox. I'm on the roof of the world, the highest point of the world, and I'm thinking only how I will not stay on this mountain because there's more than 100 bodies stayed on this mountain. 100 bodies? Yes. And I only was thinking how I'm not staying there. What should I do? How I can do that I will not stay there? Because you got to record the episode with two nice Jewish boys, of course. Yes. <laughs> so you're yourself. You had the Absolutely. follow-up episode. You Absolutely. Had to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I was 20 minutes there. 20 minutes there. You take a selfie? Taking selfie. No, yes, it was my Sherpa that took photo, but there are not so technology, so I need to explain him on this on the summit, how to take photo because he took only upper body, lower body, not didn't take the. That's how the last guy died. <laughs> Sherpa didn't know how to use the phone. <laughs> it took him too long. It's like get it working. And you understand and if you have left. no photo, you wasn't on the summit. Yeah. And and after you need to explain that you wasn't summit. And also the ne- Nepalese government asking for photo without oxygen mask because they want to see the face. Yeah. And you need to take the mask out and when you take it off it hurts and he yes and, and then the sherpa trying to picture but it was not good picture so you know i want to understand after 10 two minutes like you are feeling that there is a one like a building on my my shoulders like like a two tons of my shoulders and you cannot stand like there is no oxygen going to the head and like it's a very very not nice feeling not very, so you don't not have time to really cherish the moment not at all not at all and my only thought was how i'm going down how i'm going down how i'm going down did you look around yes uh, and yes. what is you it what do you see clouds of course you see you are above the clouds you understand so and you also above all other mountains there are mountains very high like more than eight thousand meters but you are the ever the highest mountain so you are standing above everything looks like very small and i understand that i'm on the roof of t- on the roof of the world there's other place but i'm thinking please please god please this mountain i'm asking that will you know release me and will allow to go down and i'm starting going down because as you've told us many people reach the summit but don't make it down absolutely and what's more important to you 
in general? Like living or, or in retrospect, living or reaching your goal? Of course, it's like, with, like to reach summit, of course living, but to reach summit and come back to tell the story, it's more important. But you know, in, with, in this sport, like climbing mountains, there is a lot of ego and a lot of mountaineers not thinking like rationally and going and climbing like I did. I was very ill and I did and I knew that something could happen. But reaching summit and to be there probably was important for me than coming back, coming back safely. Yes. Wow. And I understood it. It's not because I understood it. And yes. Before we, we wrap it up, you said there was a price you paid on the way down for the fact that you kept going. What, what was that price? It took to me to go down like five days. And, uh, As I opposed had, to? Yes. I was very sick. I was How very long does it take usually? Fa- like it, it should be one day to t- camp two. So that's what we agreed. That after summit, we need to come back to camp two f- immediately. At like for one day. And after camp two, one, to base camp. And for me, it took five days. I couldn't go. I was so tired and was so ill. And bed f- so I felt so bad. That I stayed tonight and camp three. I told you seven thousand three hundred. So it's forbidden to do it. And I stayed there one night after I, I summited and after go to camp four. And from camp four going down to camp three, I couldn't continue. And on my way, I started to speak with the rope, you know, rope, that safety rope that I started to speak. It was again illusion. You were talking to the rope. Yes, the rope talking told me uh, things. And I was answering and we were speaking like for three hours. And you understand the situation was very, very bad. And I couldn't go to camp two. Like I reached camp three at nine o'clock and I told that I'm not continuing. And I was by myself alone. And I told I have a, a radio, not radio connection, Russia, a Makhshir Kesher. Yeah, radio. Russia, radio. And I told leader of the expedition that he was already in camp two I told that I'm not continuing and he told me but you understand you can you are not going to wake up in the morning and I told him I take responsibility for that yes I take responsibility after 40 hours that I didn't sleep I didn't eat of course I didn't drink and I was going from to summit it and going back yes so basically it was all of these things decisions and these things that you went through many of them could have easily and probably have in the past led to death absolutely these are the reasons that but you did died. wake up i wake up in the morning and at four o'clock i wake up and started my way to the camp too when i came to camp too i didn't understand why nobody speak with the rope i telling him because i still have illusion and i told them he didn't speak. The rope didn't tell speak with you. And I'm telling him <laughs> to the people that he knows everybody. The rope knows everybody, and he told me about everybody. It was. Did the rope s- have a face? No, no face. I didn't know who is it, but he told me he knows me very well, and her very good conversation, and they, they understood that I'm very bad situation and what to do in this situation to going down like as soon as possible going down to the base camp and I told you before that we in order to go down I need to go to camp one and after from camp one to go uh, to go to pass Kumbo Island again Kumbo Island that's very very <laughs> very very dangerous 
it's okay going down, but it's also very dangerous to going down, not only going up, it's only going down, it's very dangerous, and a lot of crevasses. And I was in very bad situation, yes. <sighs> wow. That's the weather is very bad. So in Camp 1, when I go down to Camp 1, it was again storm. So I did. Is decided, anything good? No, it was, <laughs> you said was good. The, and, you it know, was bad. This and, was bad. The crevices you know, are bad. But they, I'm here. I'm here and wow. I feel good. That's and amazing. I'm very happy. And I'm very happy that I succeeded to do it and to come here and to be in healthy. And, you know, the mountain is released at me. So is it, in Russian, there are people telling that the mount will allow you to climb to the summit, but also it needs that mountain will release you. So mm -hmm. Mount Everest mountain release me and I'm very happy. Thank you, Mount Everest. So what's the next challenge? Antarctica in December to go to Vincent mountain. I told you before, you remember in the last podcast that I want to finish my seven summits on, on every continent there is a highest mountain. So in December there is a season to go to Antarctica to go Vincent. And because it's I'm less there, it's less dangerous, but more technical, and it's cold. And because I'm there... I wouldn't think it's cold in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. And because I'm there, I'm going to do, to pass the South Polus, like to go with the sleds. So it's, it's a big challenge to cross South Pole with sled. Wow. It's going to be not with easy. With slides? Sleds. Sled means halot, sled. Okay. So yeah. everything on your body, like your bring sled. Yes, I it's going to be one month. Less than Everest. Let that's Everest amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. So we'll have you on after this. Is that this December you're going to do it? Yes. Wow. So it's like not only did you just almost die, but you're like, yeah, next challenge. Bring it on. I got to say it's both. There's on one hand, it's inspiring. And on the other hand, it's humiliating. Not humiliating, humbling. humbling. It's also humiliating. Because <laughs> I think about what have I done in the past two months. But it's inspiring and humbling. Because it's, it's, it really is the amazing, the, the amazing ability to overcome these challenges and these feats and to succeed in the end. Uh, and not end up another body on Everest. That's, you know. I'm so happy that's that really didn't commendable. Stay there. Yeah. And and it's humbling that, you know, it, it kind of gives you perspective, like the challenges that we faced on our day to day uh, are nothing, really, right? Yeah. Nothing important in the life, like the small things is important. And I'm telling to people, people like looking at me and I'm smiling from good weather or smell of the sea. And, you know, last week I was in the concert going with my son, my son, and I hugged him. And I told him that there's, I'm so happy that I have this right to hugging my, my son. Like, we don't put any, like, we are not appreciate anything in everyday life. People not appreciate it. So only hugging or kissing people that we love. So yeah. do it more. It's so important. One last thing I got to ask you. I um, don't, I think even if I climb Mount Everest, I wouldn't be able to hug you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's mutual. I'm real. kidding. Come That's here, man. Mutual. Come here. No, no. <laughs> a, a very personal question, if I may. People criticized like uh, on on talkbacks on the internet, saying that only rich people can afford. So, how much does it cost to climb Mount Everest? I told it, and I will tell again. The Everest hundreds the expedition, of thousands of dollars. Expedition costed sixty-five thousand dollars. The expedition, but you need more, like 
all equipment, it's like almost $10,000. And also all expedition before that you need to prepare. But believe me, like it worth every cent. It's a lot of money, but but it's money that going for the permit, money for going to the Sherpa, going to the building camps, going to other things that it's worth to pay. Yes, it's crazy. But you know, there's a bad PR for Everest because they think if you are paying paying money, so somebody will bring you to the summit. Not at all. It's not happening like that. Nobody bringing you to the summit, and if you no, have, I think it's another it's another mountain to climb, right? The fact that you have to pay a hundred thousand dollars to just climb a mountain absolutely. is like absolutely. And like, if you are not emotionally strong, in your head strong, if you are not doing by yourself, it cannot move. Nobody will bring you to the summit. So yeah, <laughs> like if I was thinking, okay, you know what? I can deal with the I can deal with the the crazy weather, the crevices, that there's dead sherpas at the bottom, the hundred dead bodies at the summit, the oxygen mass, the illness. It's like a hundred thousand dollars. Nah, okay, no, you know what? Never mind, <laughs> never mind. No, thank you. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. That is just insane. Okay, guys, Daniel has an Instagram. You can check out the videos and photos. What's the handle? Danielle Wolfson Explorer. There is Instagram. Yes. And she does uh, lectures in English also. So you can write <laughs> can her. You? Yeah. Reach yes. out. <laughs> you got to sum it up in, in like one word, one sentence. Mount Everest, your expedition. How would you sum it up? I will tell. Chase your dreams and do it. Don't afraid. Amazing. Thank you so much. It was really inspiring. Very much. Before we go, um, we are sponsored by Masai Israel. Yes, MasaiIsrael.org, guys. Check them out at MasaiIsrael.org slash two nice Jewish boys so they know we sent you. MasaiIsrael.org slash TWO, nice Jewish boys. Also, Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. Check them out for great content in English about Israel and also uh, Australian Jewish News, AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com for the Australian perspective on Jewish news and lastly lastly we do this on our free time guys so if you want to help us out two nice Jewish boys two sorry two njb.com slash donate two njb.com slash donate that's the number two njb.com slash donate thank you Daniel. thank you very much thank you bye guys bye.